0: Welcome to the Jazz Transcription Clinic podcast live. This will alternate the usual interview podcast, which is released every first day of every month. And in the middle of the month, on the 15th, I will release a live episode where I actually am going to transcribe a track for about one hour, So, if I don't finish the whole transcription, maybe I will finish it in the next episode or on my own. Uh, Today, I would like to start transcribing a track that I loved since the first time I heard it. And I have already transcribed it years and years ago, but I would like to start with this one so you can see and I can show you my personal process uh, in transcribing. Uh, today, I will transcribe a Michael Brecker track uh, called The Cost of Living. It is a composition written by the great Don Grolnick, who's also playing the piano, I think, on this track, if I remember well, and it is included in the first album that Michael Brecker recorded on his Uh, name. The band is unbelievable, of course, there is Jack Dijonet on drums, Charlie Hayden on bass, Kenny Kirkland on piano and Pat Metheny playing guitar. So Cost of Living is a beautiful ballad and it's in uh, concert C minor, so becomes D minor for saxophone. And as you can see, I have prepared a score on Sibelius because I will like to write it down as soon as I get the notes. So let's start and I will talk about the process ongoing. So first thing is there are four bars introduction by the rhythm section. So what I would like to do is to highlight the fact that the first four bars are empty and then the saxophone starts here in bar five. And let's listen how the saxophone starts. like to do when I transcribe, I like to get one phrase. Uh, Sometimes it's not possible, of course, if the phrase is extremely long or if there are too many notes and I can't catch all of them. Uh, So in that case I will have to cut the phrase in bits and pieces. But in this case I think it's pretty, pretty easy to learn the first phrase. first thing I do is try to sing back I have no idea yet what those notes are well actually I'm a liar I have a great idea of what the notes are but let's pretend I don't have any idea so I will try to sing back And then I can start searching for the note. So this will be the, my first note. And I can start recollect all my theory knowledge uh, and all the lessons that I got when I was a kid on what is that sound. On a minor key, that sounds pretty much like an ascending melodic minor scale of D minor. So I got the notes, and then the most important part of course is the rhythm, and the rhythm is So all the notes are anticipated except for the last two, which both are anticipated. So it will become three, four... Right? I can try to play with Michael. the notes, I can start writing the notes. I will use the piano for that, and in this bar here I have to write... and of course on the piano I have to write in concert, so the first note will be a concert C, so A on tenor, and Sibelius is set to write already in tenor, Uh, and then There is a minimum in total for the next note, so the B natural will be a minimum, but I won't write a minimum, it will look very wrong. So the right way to write it is write the B natural and then tie it to another dotted crotchet, and then I have the C sharp, which is anticipated, as I said, Another dotted crotchets, and then I have the D tied. Da 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 and then the last note is ti Okay, now let's say it's it's a whole note but this is very important guys when you transcribe my note durations that's really important it's a critical factor so i just put a, a a whole note but i have the feeling that that note is a bit longer so we can simply count the note This node, it is extended by at least two bits in the next uh, bar, right? And I should look pretty accurate. The first phrase. <laughs> So, he plays a little fade here, but these are the things that I want to remember once I play this thing. So, if I play, I will go and make sure that I fade uh, in about here in the last part of that note. Okay, next one. Notes, right? So I got the notes. The rhythm is pretty easy again. So da the D on The tenor, the D will be on the down right? So, this is a rest of a dotted crotchet. So, one, two, three, four. De-da-da. So, it's the end of the four, and it will be two semi quavers. And then, these are all whole notes. Now, same thing as before. Let's check the duration. So, same same thing. So uh, this is tied to a minimum. What is that I know you know so that is exactly the first phrase an octave above right so I can simply copy and paste right there is also this note right and now it changes so we need to transcribe this So, you can listen back to how many times you need until you can sing it. When you sing it, you can play it. And don't be shy, you can't be worse than, than me at singing right so you can try different notes you can try until you get that sound that you have in your head so that that's the same note And then there is a major seven descending interval da do do. very difficult even to sing. Right, let's grab the rhythm. Da, da, boo, do, da. now dee, it's, it's not quaver and semi because otherwise it would sound dee, da, da, da. It's a little bit more relaxed and wide. So dee, do, da dee, do, da da So it's probably all semiquavers. Right? D, uh, sorry, yes, all semi So this will be uh, D, a crotchet Duh. tied to semi Da, do, do, da, do. Da, do, do, da, do. I guess this is a quaver. Da, do, do. This probably is... do. When in doubt, I always put a whole note and then I fix it later on the last note of a phrase. Okay, close, close. It's not a... This is probably more like this, right? You have to be accurate. Great. So this is probably, we can call it a bridge after two A's. So I would put a double bar here just because I want to be formally accurate as well. Not only the rhythm and the notes. So we can try to go back from the start and double check. Pretty happy with this result of course I can enjoy playing just this first 16 bars uh, with breaker uh, but before I go deeper into the details of his playing I just want to have some some more some more at least the whole head and then I can try to identify uh, all the nuances <laughs> next phrase Okay Da da de da de 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 da da di da, da de. you might be induced to think that note is da 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 but if you listen carefully da 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 that's pretty chromatic isn't it instead of da 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 now Again, you can recollect your theory knowledge and if you have linked your theory to a specific sound, which is what we all should do, um, so you can recognize that that is uh, like a Napolitanian, uh, sixth, so-called in the classical music. We can... We can call it trital substitution. So. That E flat has a very, very juicy sound. And that's the sound of the Neapolitan 6th, right? We are heading towards the 5, A7, and we hit E-flat. That's the, That specific color, that specific sound, that once you learn it, once you learn the sound of that duel, every time you hear it, you know what it is, right? So, I have no doubt that... Well, there is also a major triad, right?
1: I'm
0: pretty sure the notes are this, let's check the rhythm Of course, there is a pickup here the first two notes pick up so we need to put quaver rest dotted crotchet rest and then two semi <laughs> So first note B flat I guess we can write t we can write this way uh, do, do. Right? Because it's not really rushed. It's not quaver and two semi-quavers. <laughs> or it is... <laughs> no, I think it's it's more relaxed like this... Do <laughs> da. And here we write do <laughs> oh I'm not writing. <laughs> and I think maybe crotch triplet, I will verify later. Uh nope, crotchet. Triplet. Da, da, da. I don't know if he's repeating the G or not. Oh, where have- this i'm not happy with the rhythm you know i want to be accurate so i would prefer i would rather write to. <laughs> <Two, two. laughs> uh, This is, yeah, I like it better this way. And this one is actually dotted and yeah, anyway. Let's check the last note. Oh basically it's a dotted crotchet. What do you think I can't hear? Probably he's giving a such a soft tonguing. Uh, I would do that. There is, I can't hear the tonguing there, and then there is this gorgeous phrase that I love. this is almost impossible for me to sing it right that's no
1: That's
0: like a minor triad, right? That's the sound of a minor triad. Now, if you're not sure, I mean, you can become really precise with uh, the YouTube player. And just stop whenever you need it. Or, as you probably know, you can go here into settings and set to 75% if you need it. And then right. So that would be that line seventy five. Dee da dee da da. beautiful line so it's right rhythm da 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 so it's all semi quavers starting on the end of beat 3 right and remember when in doubt put a whole note I'm back to normal speed Isn't it similar to what we just transcribed before? No. It's still a major triad, but it's a different one. That's F sharp major triad, which means that on the uh, dominant chord, here we are on a (laughs) dominant or on a diminished chord.
1: (laughs) Right?
0: Those are the notes. (laughs) So this note here is a dotted crochet dotted
1: crochet
0: and I guess we can write similar to what we did before triplet No, that's uh I put the wrong da, da, da. Right? Yeah. I didn't remember well, so I have to rewrite this, because as you heard, it's much much faster. So this time, I will write and then semi equavers. Now it reflects. So this is a minimum, and should be all quavers, de, 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 de. right, let's go back to listen to beautiful. So there is also the rallentando there and here it goes to 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 A flat and I would put a double bar because this is the end of this part and I can already write it down like a ral uh, a ral here right and take the line of the ral so I remember right. So isn't it very similar to this line, right? But this time, the notes are significantly different from here. Not significantly, just this one is C natural. But instead of stopping on F, it goes above, and I think it reaches A flat. Right, so I can actually take this first two bar so I don't have to write it down and I fix this note into C natural. So that note would be. I'm wrong. This requires, you know, requires different level of expertise on the tenor saxophone. You have to reach G and A flat on the altissimo fingering. My preference, and this is strictly for saxophone players and tenor saxophone players, my preference in terms of fingering for the G is the. Top F above the B, top F, and uh, the side B flat. And then my preference for the A flat is B, G, F, and side C. This is how I do it. Uh, so I have to write it down. Though. So we keep going with dotted crotchet.
1: Uh Well,
0: that's not a dotted crotchet. and this is all right this should be it let me verify the the last note duration okay so the last note duration is basically there is, a, I would say, not a crotchet, right? And then the next beat. the <laughs> notes even though they are not the same but i can save some time here and put those notes remember when you do it on sibelius you have to make sure that you have the right starting note and the notes this is flat You can hear that there is a grace note there, so you can already write it down. Uh, But you you can add all the nuances later. It's very clear that there is a grace note here. Let's keep going, because we are close to the end of the head. Okay, 39 is where this thing happens again, so I guess we can take this one. Let's take this old phrase and as I said before, make sure that you create the right So, this will be okay, and then this I say quavers paste. Oops, Uh, what did I do wrong here? I have to paste it here. Oh, I take the quaver, that's why I took the quaver as well. Uh, All right, let's see how this phrase goes. Two,
1: three.
0: Okay, so this bit is not happening. And uh, let's put a whole note just for now. And one, two, three. Now, this is becoming difficult. If you want to be accurate, and you have to be accurate, you have to play exactly what Michael Breaker plays. Now, my methodology here is to try to understand. So he starts on C sharp. He goes up, I guess, chromatically and down. So we need to check what is the highest note that he reaches. And most importantly, what is the beat? where he lands back on C-sharp. So we are going to try to catch those two things. I guess it's the end of the four, right? Where he goes back. Yeah, it's the end of the four. So we have, we know that he will do something and we will land on the end of the four. Uh, now, let's catch the highest note that it reaches in that little thing. I hear this as the highest note. high E and it goes up chromatically sorry guys I just I just found a mistake you know when I played it again I didn't realize I put the wrong note there but that's the right note so I guess we can transform this into a minim, and then we will have to fit Like probably what I would do is uh, something like that, tied into uh, a triplet. And then, and then I can land on my C sharp on the last quaver, which is we spotted this, right? So I think this can be pretty accurate. I would change the name of that s- that note, is better readable in this way. And then holds this note for, we don't know, so what we do, we put a whole note, when in doubt. And this time we have been pretty lucky uh, because he actually played a hole. This note is probably more like this. Let's listen again. love that as well. I'm still not convinced on this one. I think what I wrote is a little bit too. It's the very last moment. So I think, uh, how do I write it? No, no, I think it's pretty, it's pretty right. Yeah, it's pretty right. So this is a quaver, this is a quaver. Okay, this sounds sounds right to me. Now, next phrase. Right Da 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 This is the same here Ta to da right these ones Da to da Beautiful is that little slides. So, this is what I will spend a few hours on try to get that thing. But let's just write the notes for now. So, dead. This sounds like a crotchet triplet, right? Yeah, I would write it as a crotchet triplet. So that first note is, duh. I prefer G sharp. Again, major arpeggio. If you know the sounds of major pages,
1: you
0: will get uh, a lot of help. Okay. I think something like this, and then does it again, isn't it? Probably. uh i don't know Uh, let's put the rear and uh, this is the last note let's try to fill in We can write glissando, but we can also try to. We can also try to be a little bit more specific, right? And write, for example, something like this Do you, uh. Something like that. Of course, stupid Sibelius doesn't want to put G sharp because we are in C C minor. So uh, let's have a listen. would write that uh, like this probably Uh, uh, and I would put a slur here and probably a little like like this so I know that this is probably not even tongue it's just does it with his bottom lip. You know, he bends the note so we can make probably a little... Uh, like this... Duh, like this... something like this. Just, you know, use anything you like that you can remember What what is the sound of that. Thing. And it does it again here. Oh, sorry. I was. There. I think. There. Something like that. Let me check. Something like that, uh, even if it's not 100% precise, you cannot be 100% pr- precise, you have to learn the sound of it. You know, all these things are so difficult to write, and even if you write it, you cannot be 100% precise. It will look so weird if we <coughs> write exactly what it does. Hmm? Hayden bass solo which I would like to transcribe as well but I'm happy I'm happy let's just have a re-listen to it Uh, the whole thing Okay, so here is the end of the head, the end of the form, right? Now, let's listen with the transcription from the top of the track, right? And maybe I can play. I can play with it and then we'll finish, right? First four bars. Two, three. are there, the rhythm more or less are there. I still have not 100% happy with this one probably has to be written uh, like like this Uh, like if this is splitted in two and so the first one is definitely here, and then we have semi quavers in triplets. Probably this is, this is the best way to write it. And then also here, there is a little bit of inaccuracies with those wow wow. Those coupes on, on the A. But I'm, I'm pretty happy with all the rest. Now, this is, guys, this is just the notes and the rhythm. Now, the whole work that it takes me is to sound what it does. Like, I've noticed, for example, that in this challenging part, where it goes up to altissimo A-flat, uh, he took a breath here after the C natural and I didn't so I struggle a little bit or he took a breath uh... (laughs) after the D after the D he breathes and that's so important guys for you to understand that we need to play exactly what we hear so if we hear a breath here is better if we do it, and that will help you a lot in hitting those two altissimo notes, so you can put a breath mark there, uh, you know, or what, whatever sign uh, you think is appropriate. Uh, you know guys, I don't know how to put a breath mark on Sibelius, maybe you can chuck in the comments. I would do this, probably and then try to move it. Oh, I can't move it. So, no, that's not the right thing. Probably in lines? Let me see whether there is a breath mark. Oh, no, I don't know. I will investigate. Uh, So, it's not in lines. Is it in the expressions of Sibelius? Maybe in the expression. I go to text and I go here Uh, I go here let me see whether I have a breath mark Uh, no tails ornaments special oh I don't know how to put a breath mark that's interesting I can find in the ribbon breath mark no I will do my research okay but this is the degree of details that you want to get. Hmm? So I will put also this transcription in, uh, on my website and in the description of the podcast. And I have to go now, but I'm very happy to have spent the last hour in Michael Brecker's company and your company as well. So stay tuned for more episodes. This will alternate to the interviews podcast. And of course, as usual, let me know if you like it. Let me know um, if you would like me to transcribe something in particular. And leave a comment if you want. And some suggestions if you know how to improve this podcast. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. See you next time. Bye.